0: The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times best-selling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Hey, Dr. Bill here. This is going to be my favorite, favorite, favorite Meet the Mentor Um, because it's my favorite person, Tracy. But before we do this, I just want to say, we are so excited! We're getting signups and signups and signups and signups for Leap. It's amazing. Leap Twenty Twenty will be epic. Uh, we've got great speakers lined up. I got a solid commitment from uh, Christian Slater. I got a solid commitment from Katie Segal. And um, well, let's just get into it. So Tracy Bregman is an American soap opera actress. Best known for, and branches into a a plethora of other things which we'll talk about. She's best known for her role on TV as Lauren Fenmore on The Young and Restless. She's also on The Bold and Beautiful. She's also done feature films and TV shows and whatnot. She was originally born in Munich. She lived there only for a short time and actually grew up in London. Um, She moved here when you were 10 10, and started acting when she was 11. Uh, prior to the Young and Restless, she appeared on Days of Our Lives, several feature films and a bunch of other kinds of media related things. Um, she was first the first actress to be awarded the daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Younger Actress in a Drama Series then was nominated in that same category again twice. And then one Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series, both in 2006 and 2008. And what did I forget? And
1: then Lead Actress in 2016.
0: And then Lead Actress in 2016. They have to fix your IMDb because it's not on there. Really? Yeah, really. She also launched her own yoga line-inspired clothing line, a jewelry line, which is on the Shopping Channel. And she's an active supporter and an honorary board member for manor shanoa manor which is an animal sanctuary she has tons of horses and is a proud mother of two fine young men and one of my best friends in life we have been friends for almost 30 years we've grown our kids together we've gone through divorces oh together we've amazing. had yeah it's crazy <laughs> how many parallels we have in our life but yeah we always yeah. laugh we always yeah. laugh at the parallels But welcome. Um, Thank you. So let's just get into the whole acting thing. How'd that whole thing start? Well, my parents were in the
1: business. My father, Buddy Bregman, was in music. He uh, was the arranger and conductor for Ella Fitzgerald and Bing Crosby and started Verve Records. And then um, at BBC, why I grew up in London, he was head of specials for BBC Television, my mother was an actress, and so I always joke that I was born and didn't go back to the house. I ended up on a set. and. My father, I was sort of known as the appendage with my dad because I always went to work with him. In fact, I questioned, was I in school really? Because I just remember sets and holding his script, edit based till three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I really had a very different kind of childhood. I always said we were sort of like gypsies because we were always on location. I was living in all different parts of the world and different, you know, in London, in the United States, in different schools. And I think that sort of taught me to be a little bit more outgoing because either you kind of revert back into not being the person that people remember or the person that you walk in and you're like, hey, how are you? So I think I remember running through the house at age 11 and there was an agent having a meeting with my father and the agent said, hey, if she ever wants to act, let me know. And I think I I then went to the Strasbourg Theater Institute because I thought, maybe I'll try it. My dad was working with teenagers, and I'm holding a script, and those teenagers were having fun. And I went to acting class and then became the uh, hand model. That's how I started, actually. Hand model for Mattel toys. And uh, then I became the Applejacks girl for two years. And this was in the U.S.? Kellogg's Applejacks, yes, when I was in the U.S., and then my first gig was Days of Our Lives. That was supposed to be three days, which is the only reason my mother said I could actually do it. Because I was only allowed to act on my holidays, and that was a holiday. Right. And it turned into two and a half years.
0: And you were how old? Fourteen. You were 14 on mm-hmm. Days of Your Lives. And,
1: and going to school at the same time.
0: Wow. And you never stopped after that.
1: Never stopped. Crazy. Never stopped. I've been Crazy. Fun.
0: So would you consider that, that was probably like your big break then? That was my of, first break. And, and how did you get into Days of My Lives? Or my, what is Days, days of, of Our, our lives. lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: days, days of All of, all of our, our Lives.
0: <laughs> so, <self-operative> <laughs>
1: <seen>. <laughs> so the agent set me up on the interview. I went on the interview on a Friday. I had a call back on Monday. I thought I completely like blew the audition and got booked. And then the executive producer from Young and Restless, I mean from Days of Our Lives, went over to Young and Restless. In the meantime, I started doing other shows. I did a nighttime series called Second Family Tree. Mm. And he called and said, "Hey, I'm at Young and Restless now. Do you want to come do another soap?" And actually, he drove into my driveway. He was dropping a script off for my dad, and I happened to be there. And I said, eh, "Well, you know, my nighttime series just, you know, was canceled. What are you thinking?" And he said, "How's the summer?" I'm 19 years old. I said, I could do the summer, and I've never left.
0: (laughs) All right. So, I mean, obviously yours was a a one-off situation. This doesn't happen to everybody. If I have a young student watching this right now that says, I really, really, really want to be an actor or actress, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give them?
1: I would say get into a really great acting class. Like, like my, Landon. Like Landon. So my younger son has um, studied for a year with Gene and Tony Bua. He went to Stella Adler in New York. He's now come back and he's in music and acting and in fact there's a show being developed for him. But I said, You gotta go back. Go back. You've got to you've got to learn. There I can't imagine ever being in my life thinking, Oh, I got this. I know everything there is to know. We never know everything there is to know. We can constantly learn. I love 100%. going to acting class. I love learning. I love just exploring something new and I said go get into class and if you get a series, okay. Right. Good for you. But learn and also I really suggest these young kids cuz there's so many outlets for television now and shows and movies. Right. Right.
0: Interesting. You know, it's funny because I, I want to generalize this to outside of acting. I'm a dentist, okay? 90% of what I do today, porcelain, veneers, cosmetic dentistry, wasn't even invented right. when I was in dental school. Mm-hmm. I learned all that afterwards. I never stop learning. I go to conferences all year long. And not just on dentistry, but I just invited Tracy to one on financial management and wealth management and things like that. I mean, you have to always be learning. And, you know, I think the problem today is so many young kids look at like the Kardashians and just expect like to become instantly. But let me tell you something. I'm not like a big fan of their. They work hard. They work very hard. Really hard. And
1: what I always say is prepare for success always prepare for success. And what does that mean? You have to have backup. You have to know what you're doing. And I think you have to be open to different ideas.
0: Yeah. No, that's so, so, so important. So you, you, you start off acting mm-hmm. and then you kind of like segue into all these other businesses. Right. How'd the jewelry line start?
1: You know, it was actually brought to me, but branding is something that I really enjoy doing. I have a lot of passion for a lot of different things. People ask me all the time, tell me about your skincare, tell me how you work out, tell me how you do this. So it's really fun for me to find extraordinary products and then bring them to market and really help other people and to achieve things that maybe I've achieved or I'm I'm always a work in progress. As I said earlier, I never feel like, oh yeah, I got that now what? I'm always, okay, if there's a no, but you don't understand. Let me learn. Let me figure it out. In fact, in that same vein, I was turned down with my jewelry line from a a big network because they said I wasn't a real jeweler. So what did I do? I went and got my GIA degree, gemologist association. And I said, you know what? So the next time, I may not get the job, but they can't say I'm not a real jeweler this time.
0: And the line was called...
1: That was the Tracy Bregman collection for The Shopping Channel, which ran for five years. I did advanced beauty tools with one of the developers of MAC Cosmetics. I was the face of Jebo Cosmetics and Makeup, which was the first retail line for CBS Television and Sony Pictures on HSN. I now do Pilates uh, Pro Chair Max for um, The Shopping Channel. And then I have Odair coming out with my older son, Austin, which is a CBD skincare line, but it's more of a healthcare care brand. So Sounds like just she's a busy, few huh? Things. Yeah, yeah. And then a, a small accessory line. If you go on Instagram called Moo Country, M-O-O Country, you can DM them there. I'm doing a small accessory line to benefit Chinoa Manor, the Animal Sanctuary, and Deity um, Animal Rescue.
0: Busy woman, and if you want to and follow producing. her on, on Instagram, it's Tracy Bregman one, and there's that little blue star up there. That means right. it's verified. The
1: check, always look for the check.
0: Always look for the check because mm-hmm. there are imposters. I had a really good imposter. You one. had a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we closed it down, but it was pretty actually bad. Um, so, what like, what is like the big pie in the sky dream goal career wise for you right now?
1: I I think for me, it's really um, actually going behind the camera. Like
0: Empire and and that kind of stuff? Right.
1: Well, Empire, I'm part of a producing team for a musical going to Broadway. We're very, very close um, to raising all the funds for that. I believe in Broadway. I believe in theater. I love feel-good television, television that maybe you can learn something that um, really hits your soul and – can be fun as well. So that's also what I'm working on. I've got about five things in development in that area. I,
0: I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna share an experience that Tracy and I had. So I had an oh idea. Oh god, which what? X picks Next. <laughs> you know, so okay. this is not on the air. It's actually right. still out there. But mm-hmm. I wanna just kinda take you guys through the process a little bit. So, you know, so many people walk around saying, Gosh, I have this great idea. So I started brainstorming with Tracy and ironically, I have set up 20 couples that have gotten married. And out of those 20 couples, only one divorce. So I'm That's pretty good. definitely beating the, uh, the, you know, the national average. And, um, and I think I have a pretty good feel for setting people up. And I was trying to set up my ex-wife, Evelyn. That's that's a series right there, right? And people are thinking that's really funny, and I'm thinking, no, there's. I love Evelyn, and there's nobody that wants to see Evelyn happier than me. Like I would love for Evelyn to meet somebody and. How many exes could and, say that? No, that's pretty Evelyn's, extraordinary. I love Evelyn. No, she's, she's a amazing. great lady, but you know, it didn't work as a marriage. But yeah, so I came up with this idea for a, for a show called X Picks Next, which sounds fun, but. I mean, basically your ex-husband or ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend or ex-lover helps to pick your next. So I told Tracy, we loved it. And we kind of started to brainstorm. And ironically, I run into Sarah Zapp. Right. uh, And we put together a panel of experts and and then we shot a pilot. Thanks to you. So the pilot is about a six or seven minute, kind of like a preview of what the show would be. And then what you do is, if you're lucky, you get an agent, which we did, and you take that pilot out and you shop it. And so we went to different networks um, to see if we could sell it. So at the end of the day, after all the meetings, we actually got a deal offered to us with Virgin Airlines. Right. Um, and if we ever get funding, I could have funded it, but I didn't want no. to put yeah. all of my money out. So... But if we ever get funding for it, we still have a home on Virgin. So Virgin has ABC, NBC, CBS, and then an original Virgin content channel, which we still have a right to use. If we get funding, but I
1: don't understand how we didn't sell it. That it was such a fun concept, and I thought the pilot was so much fun.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I just got a call last week from a new production company that's interested in it. So oh, you, really? It you may never happen. Know. You, you never, know. never know. You put it out there right. to the universe, right? But it
1: was fun. We produced it together, and it was great. Yeah,
0: it was really fun. So, uh, anyhow, that's kind of the process. So. You know, the cool thing is today, oh, I, I was looking for my phone. It's right there. You can take your phone. You can literally shoot the thing on your iPhone right. and have like good enough quality to go and shop it around and stuff. So like Tracy said earlier, if somebody ever tells you no, you just didn't ask the question the right way. Ask it again, right? So what do you think are probably the biggest challenges today for young actors and actresses getting started?
1: Well, I think it's um, being seen, although Instagram really gives you that opportunity to get in front of people. I mean, I see people with millions of, of followers, and I'm like, how on earth did they do it? I, I marvel at how people are getting their product or brand out. Um, so you definitely have... have Those options, um, it's getting in classes, getting people to see you. um, I I believe strongly in in a good education because it's not called show fun. It's called show business.
0: Yeah, but you know the thing that blows me away? Like, you never know what's going to take off. I just got a call from a producer last week. They do this show, Dr. Pimple Popper. Okay, this is oh, huge. It is no, huge No no, this is enormous. And so they talked to me about doing a dental equivalent, like finding like literally the grossest, most like horrific dental situations, like the kind like when people like uh, like that. But you've done that. I know, but they want to make a whole show kind of in the vein of Why this not? Whole, <laughs> Why not? But you never, see, that's the thing. You never know what's going to take off. I, you don't. I mean,
1: that's the thing. I mean, I have a, proj- a project right now, which I was telling you about the other night, and I literally have the dream team. If I told you everyone that was involved, you'd be like, what? Oh, my God. The concept's amazing. We have we have a huge agency packaging us. We have been in front of every." Single network you could imagine. Anyone that I've ever wanted to meet, I have been in front of with this project. I, we've had three development executives cry in the room, and um, can't sell it.
0: Yeah, never <laughs> can't know. sell
1: it. And and I'm also the only chick in the room. That's I walk in with like five major guys, and can't sell it. Can't sell it.
0: You know what? It just takes one yes
1: exactly right. so we're still waiting for that one yes we have one more one more meeting on
0: tuesday so if people want to follow you on instagram it's tracy bregman, tracy bregman number one facebook
1: is tracy bregman i have uh, two sites you'll see there's a fan fan page please go there i i post almost, almost everything that's going on in my life and um... i believe in a lot of philanthropy like bill so i do a lot of Uh, give back. Um, I try and show up for my dear friends. I, you know. She does. I do my best. Yeah.
0: She does a great job. And before I sign off, I just want to say that Friday I've been asked to speak at Paul Revere Middle School and I will be there and I'm going to play the presentation on Instagram live. They actually asked me to do a presentation on vaping and It was like having cold water thrown in my face. I had no idea. It's unbelievable what's happening. How bad this epidemic is. In fact, I talked to my daughters who are 21, the twins, um, and they're both in college. And Georgie told me in her dorm at Wisconsin, she is the only, like her and her roommates are the only people in that dorm that they know of that don't vape. Really? And let me give you something. I mean, this may be a news alert for you. Vaping is not safe. Like this whole notion that, oh, it's safer than cigarettes. Okay, well, cigarettes kill you. So does vaping. In fact, it may even be more dangerous. There today have been 33 deaths from vaping in the last few weeks. And parents, I want to tell you something. If you walk into your son's room and it smells tutti-frutti, He's not wearing Tutti Frutti cologne. That's vape. You know, most young men don't walk out smelling like a peach or an apricot. Isn't that wild? And, you know, kids don't realize how dangerous it is. If you vape for three to four weeks on a regular basis, you will become addicted. And the content in a vape pod is one to two packs of cigarettes in one pod. It's crazy. And nicotine is the most addictive drug we know of. So parents, you need to be aware. Kids, don't vape. It's not safe. It's not cool. It's not fun. It's not good for you. Kids are dying from vaping, and they're getting permanent lung damage. And I'll tell you what the biggest problem is, Tracy. What? You can't buy it unless you're 21. So the ones that are really getting damaged are the kids that are buying it illegally. They're oh. buying the street stuff. And you don't know really what's that's in right. there either. You have, and right. by the way, the ingredients in vaping may look pretty innocuous, harmless. That's if you put it on your skin, not if you vaporize it and smoke it. None of these ingredients were meant to be inhaled and smoked. And you will cause permanent lung damage. So please, please, please don't vape. And if you have friends that are vaping, be a good friend and get them to stop. All right? Good message. And uh, sign up for LEAP. Go to our website, www.leapfoundation.com. Tracy, I love you. and Thank thank you you so much. Dr. Bill, over and
1: out. Bye.
0: To learn more about the LEAP Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the LEAP Foundation, on Instagram at LEAP Foundation, and on Twitter at LEAP Los Angeles. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.